Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Um, uh, Wednesday, and uh, we're having a, a great time. Uh, yesterday, uh, we discussed this whole aspect of the paths that God has us on. Uh, we're walking into his good works uh, the aspect of being led and uh, confirmed and checked, etc. And uh, one thing that you said yesterday was you understood that you had an assignment for this season mm-hmm. uh, to uh, spend time with your daughter, Anna. Uh, and again, it's uh, it's interesting, and and, uh, and this is something I help, help people with because I hear a lot of people say, well, I'm trying to find my calling. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I could find my calling, you know, then I'll know what to do and how to do it and where to go. And, uh, and so, um, interesting enough, this is, this is really cool, uh, in scripture. Um, he talks about calling quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, your calling is this, your calling is this. And the, the word, uh, in the Greek is, he says, your calling is to join me. Mm, yeah. And and he says, come to uh, the feast and, and enjoy the feast that I have for you as we enjoy each other. And then you fulfill the assignments. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a sense, everybody's calling is the same. Right. Uh, we're to join him walk in his path, uh, and to fulfill the covenant, which is to receive blessing and then to give it away. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll tell us where to give that away. Um, and, and when we give it away, we're, we're facilitating the kingdom's work of, of bringing people to Christ, right. both, both uh, in evangelism and then as they become believers, to teach them what it means to abide, get connected to yeah. the vine, and that that's discipleship, really. What Discipling, you're yeah, about go there. and yeah. go and make disciples. Uh, so, uh, when we talk about assignments, uh, it's it's within the context of everybody's called to the same thing, but unique mm-hmm. assignments. Yes, uh, and unique assignments is always in the what I call the now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, here's what I have for you now. And then I will, uh, by the way, assignments end, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to give you something different, um, again, th- for uh, receiving this, this uh, supernatural, exceptional life in the context of receiving and giving it away. So you, you said, well, I understand my assignment at the moment is Anna. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, okay, talk a little bit about that. Um, what does that... Uh, mean how did you receive that um, and then how do you how do you walk that out in terms of you and still enjoying life and margin of life and uh, and not have that be on top of everything else you're doing you got to now do this which now right. causes you to be tired and weary <laughs> weary right right uh, so how did how does that work for you how, and how's it going uh, with her by the way um actually it's going well it's a work in progress because again you've got two different people involved in this <laughs> at a minimum. And so um, I'll be honest with you that there is a part, and I think there's probably some some moms out there who can thoroughly relate to this. Um, there's a part of me that would love to take that assignment per se from God and just hold it tight and say, okay, this is mine. Everything at you know, this whole season is all about me and you, Anna. Yeah. And, you know, that is the mama bear in a lot of us, uh, you know, and then I just control and, you know, everything else. And God has been very careful to tell me that is not your assignment. <laughs> um, no, the one thing, the, the one thing I've learned, um, I've got, uh, I've had teenage kids and now I have teenage grand- grandchildren. <laughs> uh, the one thing that I've learned is, um, 
they really love their independent <laughs> independence. Yes. Yeah. Um, and their penchant isn't to, yeah, I want to spend all my time with you. Uh, they right? enjoy spending time with us, but they have all these other uh, people to, you know, friends and activities. And so, yeah. And it's, they have their own assignment. Yeah, their own assignment. So it's their not the assignment. the assignment yes. isn't <laughs> to, interesting enough, what you're saying is really critical. It's not for us to interpret that assignment. Yes. Well, okay. Exactly. All right. Uh, Anna's my assignment. So Anna, <laughs> you and I are going to spend hundred uh, percent of our 24 <laughs> seven together. Cause God gave me this assignment and Anna, <laughs> she would, <laughs> she would consider that punishment. <laughs> um, she said, well, I, I don't think so. You know? Um, right. so yeah, it's not us deciding, um, okay, then I'm going to define it yes. and I'm going to make sure. No, it's, prioritization, yes. uh, here's where I want you to focus in line with what my life is going to show you right. step by step by step. Um, uh, so maybe you could describe that and a little that's bit. Why, and, so that's yesterday, I kind of described it as a filter. Yeah. You know, it's it's something that he has highlighted to me. I'd even give it a pillar for the season, you know, and, and I've talked to you before about how cyclically God will have me um, just the way I'm wired. Um, I need to, as seasons begin to change about every three months or so, just kind of tee things up again. Okay, God, are we on the same, you know, am I hearing you correctly? Have I put the right pillars in place? These are my focal points. This is what I feel, feel like you're saying where to spend my time and my efforts. Is this still what you're saying? And to recheck and allow him to remove or prune or, um, or tell me, yep, you're spot on. This is exactly where I want you right now. But again, it becomes a pillar or a filter not something that then I own. And so, you know, in this season, as he has spoken and highlighted, you know, this season will go fast. She's number three for me. So, you know, so I already know how quickly it goes from my first two, even um, there is some precious time that I have for the two of you. Um, but that's time of preparation uh, for her and for you and time for you guys to walk alongside each other time for you to really give her wings to go on certain things. And, so there's, there's a lot of moving parts. And so, like you said, I, I don't have the right to take that assignment and define it. Right. It's gotta be a daily surrender kind of thing. And then, and fluid as we go, you know, he's going to highlight things. So even this morning I found myself, um, pouting a little bit, I'll be honest with you. So she's walking out the door for work and, and I know what the schedule ahead says, and, and I'm thinking, I have no time there, there. You don't have a window of time in there for me. And God said the assignments that we're supposed to have something here. You know? right. And so I was pouting a little bit and, and I uh, did share with her. I was like, you know, I really, you know, there's, there's gotta be something that shifts. So the reality is I actually know, you know, there is a, there is a part of me selfishly that wants to cling, but that's not what God is saying to do. That being said, there is a part that he's definitely highlighting to me right now of, okay, walk her through um, how she learns to navigate this. Um, because when she steps onto the college campus, it's only going to get busier and busier. Right. She needs to learn how to prioritize and, and we need to have some good conversations on, okay, these are, you know, how do you know, Anna, what some of your assignments are in this season? And then how do you say no to the things that aren't? Yeah. yeah. Um, and not just for my benefit, but this is for her to learn how to navigate. She has a beautiful walk with God and, um, and he has put her in situations and in friendships and in leadership roles within school and youth group and everything else where she has a clear sphere of influence, but it will be watered down if she tries to do it all. Right. Right. You and know? the, uh, so, uh, and that translates into uh, specifics uh, uh, so that, you know, like Linda and I, uh, we had the assignment given, uh, well, you got to spend time with your grandsons mm -hmm. um, as they're moving into, you know, uh, teenage years of driving and uh, athletics, et cetera. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and we understood, again, they're, <laughs> they're, they're active with friends and right. act things away, you know, so they're which not. Which you want that to be. Yeah, yeah, which we want. And we want to teach them how to rely on God and all that. Um, mm -hmm. So what we understood a couple things, um, and this, Linda really uh, helped us with this, is um, 
this is going to take time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well then, uh, her question to me was, since this is going to take time, what things are you going to reduce so that right. you have the time? So we mm-hmm. processed that and, and reshuffled uh, what's called pruning, uh, mm-hmm. God cutting us back and saying, okay, this is what I want you to do less of or do, uh, not do at all so that you have the time. And then Linda would say, you know, one of the activities that we know for sure we can be part of is athletics. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and they have games and okay, what's the schedule of their games? And so she would look at that and look at, look at our calendar because we do retreats, you know, weekends and which is when they have games, et cetera. So we would um, organize, um, okay, we're gonna go to those games um, mm-hmm. and we're not gonna do a retreat that weekend, we'll do it this weekend. Um, and we would coordinate the specifics of that under the understanding of, well, athletics is something you can absolutely go to and should go to. Right. Um, right. And it reinforced them. And then by the way, after the game, time, time of discussion, go out to dinner, you know, have, have a doing mm-hmm. life with them and dealing with their stuff. Um, and then um, one of the things that uh, uh, the grandsons were excited about was uh, professional sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the assignments that God gave us was uh, for me personally was, you know, buy uh, tickets to uh, the uh, Bronco games and the uh, Nuggets games here in Denver. Um, mm-hmm. And you can buy, um, uh, God gave me a gift actually with a friend from Phoenix who <laughs> he's got season tickets to all the Bronco games. Uh, oh, how fun. And, um, but he lives in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, he had moved from Denver to there and he kept them. Uh, and so he's, he, he and I got, you know, know each other and he says, you know, I'm going to pick one or two games a season and I'll give you the rest. Uh, uh, and all you got to do is I had to do is just pay what's called face value because usually you mm-hmm. can sell them uh, secondhand and make many, lots of money because they're they're right. in high demand. Right. He said I'll just I just sell them to what I paid for them, uh, and so we work that out every season. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are the games he's going to want, and then I get the rest of them. Um, and then with the Nuggets, they have uh, partial season passes, so you don't have to go to every game, which I couldn't do but you can go to a, a group of them. Um, mm-hmm. And again, you're, you're buying them at face value. So um, what I would do then is take them uh, to the games. And again, the assignment, and this is where you get clarity and understanding mm-hmm. because your, your tendency, and my tendency is, okay, I need to make sure Mm -hmm. Uh, that they learn this, that they do this. And, (laughs) you know, God said, you know, say, relax, Um, go enjoy them. Stuff will come up as you're doing life with them. And I know that's what you're doing with Anna. Mm -hmm. Uh, As you're doing life, uh, stuff's going to come up and you'll have plenty of opportunity to bring the truth in and talk to them. And what is God saying? And are you abiding? And do you understand that? And what do you think is God's will? Uh, he said, just relax. But he said, by spending time with them, they're going to receive the things that, that you can disciple them in, not give them a program, but give them me, God speaking. Right. Let right. them experience me, teach them to you know, follow me, um, and they're going to enjoy it. And they're going to look to you um, for... Uh, wisdom. And I think, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we had Joshua and Aiden on, and you even asked a question, you know, if you had to describe your relationship with Opa, we're a German for grandpa, uh-huh. they, they said wisdom. Yep. Um, well, why is that happening? Because <laughs> they have stuff they want to talk about, and we talk about it. And the wisdom right. is from God, not from me. Right. Um, but they associate that with, I get a chance to talk these things through when I get to spend time with him and we're right. doing it in a fun thing. So it's not like, okay, you show up at four o'clock and we're going to be, uh, it's our wisdom time, you know, no, right. Uh, right. it's fun, you know, and just like you, you know, and, uh, with Anna. Uh, so how is that, how is that going with Anna? What does that look like? So for us, um, I love that you, you know, you brought up the sports as a, as a thing with, um, Aiden and Josh, that's an easy thing. Um, Anna does have a similar heart to mine in that we love to go out and we love to go kayaking. Mm. 
um, to go on a hike or even just go on a walk together. Um, we do love to go get manicures and pedicures. <laughs> and when, we're, when we're sitting there and getting the chance to just have conversation about normal life, doing normal things, um, but doing things that she enjoys, you know, that we both enjoy, honestly, it's, you know, that, that common ground of this is a place where we can simply enjoy each other. And as we're enjoying each other, these other things all come mm. up and, and honestly, even car rides, you know, that's one of the things I miss the most about when they get their driver's license yeah. <laughs> is the sweetness of car rides because boy, conversations can happen there. So I love, you know, when we're all in the car together, driving to church and, and we're actually in one vehicle and not just meeting somewhere right. and we get to have those conversations. Those are some of the sweetest moments. Yep. And you just we're spent, also, uh, you just spent, didn't you spend, uh, uh, like a full day uh, going out in the woods and kayaking and stuff? We went, Yeah, we went up to Fry Island and just had a beautiful time there. And I, those are the kind of stolen moments that I just love, you know? Um, and so those, yeah, that's definitely some of the things um, just for both love to be outdoors. And she's a bigger beach person than I am. And so I have to remember that. You know, I just sent her a text um, this morning that said, hey, if you want to try to fit in a beach morning, you know, we can do that. Mm. Um, because I know I'm I'm less prone to think about the beach as a first stop. It's 20 minutes from our house, though. So it's an it's an effortless thing to do. Um, but she thinks of it quickly. That's one of her just go to spots where she just if she wants to unwind for 15 or 20 minutes, she'll go sit on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, so I have to remember that as a special spot for her. And so just joining her in how she's already wired is a is a great opportunity. And as you're um, uh, looking at the assignment um, that you're getting from God, it's um, you know, he's starting to reveal, as he did with me and you, uh, well, this is what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And then, by the way, uh, you do have to prioritize this and make yes. time for this so that mm -hmm. you could have the day to go spend right. with her going to Maine and uh, enjoying that uh, as opposed to, well, yeah, but I'm kind of busy and I got this other stuff mm -hmm. to do. Uh, I can, I, yeah, I can go for maybe a, an hour or two, but I can't spend the right. day with you. Well, no, you've you've understood. Hey, daughter, um, allocate time and priority mm -hmm. to this over something else, uh, right. and and that's something that becomes clear. Uh, and by the way, uh, and this is the neat thing about it is, uh, are you enjoying it? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And you know what's funny? As you describe all of this, I can't help but just highlight the parallel. You know what we're talking about? You with your grandsons, me with Anna. Um, that is a, an exact picture of abiding. Yes. <laughs> you know, the father loves to join us. Right. right where where we're at and uh, you know and you talked about okay well I want to join them in sports he's like okay well this this piques your interest I'm gonna I'm gonna come into that spot right and and that's what God does he comes into that spot where where we have something going on and he joins us and journeys with us in that and teaches and learns and capitalizes on those moments and the whole process is joy yeah that's right uh, so it really it, is a, a great picture of abiding actually uh, and he actually speaks to this um, uh, specifically. Uh, uh, we've talked about, you know, that we are his workmanship to walk into it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's this uh, beautiful verse in First uh, Samuel two 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 thirty five. Uh, you know, where Samuel has you know become uh, uh, born to Hannah, and she's thrilled with it. Um, and then he makes a statement about what God is up to with each of us. So if you would read uh, 1 Samuel 2.35. Sure. And I will raise up for myself a faithful priest who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind. And I will build him a sure house and he shall go in and out before my anointed forever. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's really, uh, again, how beautiful this is, is um, who is initiating this uh activity this assignment you know yeah, got it. god is uh he said i'm gonna and interesting he says i'm gonna raise up for who himself for myself yeah myself <laughs> um i'm raising you up for myself god speaking that 
Um, I want you to enjoy being with me. I enjoy being with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm going ha- to train you to be a faithful priest. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about that. Um, uh, a, a kind of a misnomer uh, of what a priest is. But what, what do you think a priest, how is a priest defined? What is a priest for God? Oh, great question. Um, when I think of priest, well, first of all, I guess you can step back to just culturally speaking, people will think of a priest as someone, you know, leading a church specifically in a Catholic church. Right. Yeah. Um, leading, you know, leading a body specifically in a Catholic church. But um, that priest is really his representative. And, and when you go back to the tabernacle times, you know, that was who was allowed in the Holy of Holies. Um, allowed in the throne room to speak to him and then to come back and and share that with other people yeah so there was a represent a representation there as well yeah and as I, the community and relationship yeah and this is interesting uh because our picture of a priest uh is um you know serving me mm-hmm. uh, with programming and activity so that i um you know, am doing good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And if um, if I'm struggling, then there's somebody I can go to and and help me with my problems. Um, interesting enough, uh, it's the opposite. <laughs> and mm. a priest uh, priority was interesting enough not to focus on the people, but to focus on God. Yes. Uh, and what the priest did was his role was to. Uh, talk with God, walk with God, understand God's will, mm-hmm. and then help the people understand and walk in God's will. Right. So he's the translator uh, of that to facilitate it. And because of of the New Testament, and we know uh, Christ lives in everybody. Um, and that's mm-hmm. why he said abiding in the vine is so critical is get connected. So if you think of a, a priest today, our role, which he then, you know, he spoke, we already talked about this, is go and make disciples. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, well, what does that mean? Well, that means help them understand my will mm-hmm. and walk with me so they hear my will. And then they will teach others how to walk with God and understand God's will because they'll become right. a faithful priest as well. Uh, right. Uh, and so... Uh, it's really interesting, uh, and we'll talk about uh, what it means to be faithful, but he says uh, to carry out everything that's on God's heart. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so when you think about that, because again, we tend to think of God's will as, what do I do, what do I do, what do I do? Mm-hmm. He says, well, I'm raising you up uh, as a priest, so first of all, that you understand God's, my, God's will for you and my assignments for you. And then secondly is learn what's on my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you, if you think about that, like for example, you're talking about Anna. Um, one of your assignments is to learn what's on her heart. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean? What do you think that means? Learn, you're, hey, I'm supposed to learn what's on somebody's heart, your husband's heart, your daughter's heart. What, is, what does that mean? You, what are you learning? really what well what's going on in their world what where the heavy spots are where the joyous spots are you know where their concerns are where their questions are it's you know it's really just letting yourself in in an authentic way in their life yeah and listening learning yeah. learning to listen honestly yeah yeah so if you were if you were learning what's on dan's heart mm-hmm. um well it would it would be you receiving Mm-hmm. Uh, well, here's, here's what's important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, here are the things that I understand and here's what I, what I believe. Um, so as, as we are a faithful priest, our first priority is to learn the, the truth, the beauty, the wonder of God himself. Mm-hmm. So that, for example, um, one of the things that's true of God is he says, I've come to give you life. Mm-hmm. And give it to you super abundantly, right? Well, that's on his heart. Um, so as we explore that, he said, "Well, I've made that statement, um, and by the way, that is who I am." 
well, we would, we would, if we walk with him, we're going to learn that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to learn that uh, the covenant uh, is always so. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Always so. Okay, so now how does that translate? I, if I learn that and you got an issue, mm-hmm. something comes up uh, that's difficult, uh, troublesome, uh, maybe negative, uh, the outcome could be negative. If you know the if you know the heart of God, how do you how do you approach that problem? Well, completely differently yeah. because I know His heart for me is abundant life. Yes, His heart for me is to give me wisdom, to speak into it, and to lead me into His best and none better. Yeah, so yeah. that changes how I view it, and it changes the hope I have in the midst of the trial. Okay, why would you hope? Because I know what He has said He is and who He is. Yeah, I, yeah. I know his heart. Yeah, you've learned his heart um, so that your context as you approach life mm-hmm. is out of your knowing, experiencing the heart of God, it's, which he said, this is what I, this is my priority. If you're going to be faithful, you have to understand the heart of God, the soul of God, the essence of God, and the truth of God. So that as you play that out, like for example, um, and this is what happens as people come to me, they generally come to me because they got a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, they, haven't, they haven't reconciled what they understand. I thought God would just take care of everything, mm-hmm. but he's not. Um, and I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, okay, I understand that. Um, now, because I know the heart of God, I will say, I guarantee you that God will resolve this. Right. Um, and that's where there's an interesting, uh, how can you do that? Well, here's why. Because I know the heart of God. Right. Um, I've experienced the heart of God. I, I see and understand and have proven to me the heart of God. And that provides the context Mm-hmm. of my issues and that provides the context for me helping other people with their issues is we'll come and learn the heart of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's his will is in the stuff of life. He says, let me reveal to you my heart mm-hmm. uh, so that you really begin to understand, can stand on, believe and live out the context of that, which like you said, changes my whole perspective right um and then it gives you hope and by the way the word for hope is the expectation yes of the fullness of what god is going to fulfill based on what he's already said you know and i i expect that i expect it right uh and it really changes you know so it's a it's a beautiful uh aspect of uh and why i think he adds that in this verse is i'm not looking for a faithful priest just to carry out my duties Mm-hmm. He says, I want a f- priest that understands, lives with, mm-hmm. ex- experiences my heart, my, my uh, essence, yeah. um, and then carries out faithfully the assignments like you're doing with Anna, mm-hmm. uh, is where you're being a priest to her. And interesting enough, um, and maybe you could talk about this a little bit, your focus, even though she's your assignment, your focus really isn't on Anna, right? It's on God, and and talk a little bit about that because that's a little bit foreign to us. Like, okay, great, I got this assignment. My assignment is my grandkid. My assignment is my daughter. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna go take care of it. Um, and God says, actually, <laughs> I don't want your focus on her. I want your focus on me. Right. What does that What does yeah. that mean? What does so, that look like? For me, what that looks like, the intentionality of time spent with Anna is an important thing, you know, making sure I carve that out. So there's intentionality in that. But then the focus is on God and it comes back to that um, in Matthew 28, go therefore and make disciples. That's the as you go. And so for us, the sweetest parts of our conversations come when we're both simply sharing where we're authentically walking with God. I don't have to create something. I just have to invite her into where he's already speaking to me and sharing that with her. And she does the same with me and that creates these opportunities. So I'm not shifting my focus and saying, okay, I've got to be all about Anna and I need to inspect every little part of her heart. And where is she? What what have I done to not prepare? How have I not prepared her for 
flying the nest, you know, leaving the nest next year. That's not actually my focus. My focus is on God and then just authentically bringing that into relationship. And he will use that and open my eyes and open her eyes to, to what he wants to teach both of us in that moment. Right. Right. Because a faithful priest is faithful, interesting enough to keep, okay, father, what would you have my role be to carry out Mm -hmm. your will and help this person uh, like Anna, how can I help her learn to to move into that same place where she, she's a faithful priest. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's living out her assignments with joy and excitement, and uh, she's learning who you are. Uh, mm-hmm. That you know that is see that's what discipleship looks like. Right. Uh, and honestly, the best you know <clears throat> our best conversations on both sides always come not from me telling her what I think or what I've learned even about her situation. It's from both of us simply sharing what God's saying now. And we're like, oh, yeah, he's saying that to me, too, in this different way. And I think that adds a layer to what he's teaching me. And it is less about it's not a, a preaching, too. It's a bearing witness. You know, right. You've talked about you can only bear witness to what you're actually experiencing, seeing yourself. Right. And it's that authentically bearing witness as we walk together. in life. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then. Uh, you know, as we look at that, uh, you know, being a faithful witness uh, and being a faithful priest, um, and we're following God's will, it is boy, it is based on a choice uh, that we have to make individually. So, mm-hmm. um, if you'll read uh, Deuteronomy 30, uh, 15 to 20, he kind of lays out this choice, uh, which is which is up to us. So, uh, go ahead and, and uh, read that uh, sure. Deuteronomy uh, 30, 15 to 20. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you today by loving the Lord your God, by walking in his ways, and by keeping his commandments and his statutes and his rules, then you shall live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. But if your heart turns away and you will not hear, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice and holding fast to him. For he is your life and length of days that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. Yeah. So he describes, um, uh, as he's raising up faithful priests, mm-hmm. uh, carrying out his will, he does offer us, uh, which direction do you want to go? You know, I set mm-hmm. before you life or death, uh, blessing or cursing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says... <laughs> He says, if I was you, I'd choose life. <laughs> life. <laughs> um, now, again, when, when you choose life, um, and you talked about the knowing God, what kind of a life are you choosing? You're choosing best and none better. Yeah. You're choosing a life of adventure, of joy, of peace, of love, of grace. Yeah. So you're choosing. He said, I've come to give you life and give it to you super abundantly. Um, I'm going to choose, when he says choose life, it's choosing blessing. It's mm-hmm. it's the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Yes. Um, I will resolve your issues. I will guide you into uh, uh, all of the beauty of life. Uh, again, uh, and we got to keep reminding us that it's not absent of trouble. Right. Um, so he's not saying, I'm going to lead you into a... Uh, separate Garden of Eden where nothing happens. Mm-hmm. It's no, you're living in the world, and we've talked about the world. Uh, the world is chaotic. By the way, getting more chaotic every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the challenge uh, is in this world of trouble. Mm-hmm. He says, "Well, choose to walk with me, and I will deliver to you blessing in life, the abundant life." Right. Um, and it's a choice you have to make. Um, which is at the essence of our soul, of our heart. In other words, do we have a heart to say, I really want to learn what it means to walk with him? Because I know mm-hmm. something, that life will be best and none better. 
Right. So, and again, that's a struggle for a lot of people because up till now, they, they say, I can't say that. I can't mm-hmm. say my life is best and none better. I got a lot of things going on that I would say are not good at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I understand that. Um, and it boils down to the choices you've made. And in my opinion, it's out of ignorance. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that I thought everything that happens is God's will. And I don't have any choice to make. Because I, I already made the choice. I'm a believer. Right. He says, well... Now you have to live that out daily mm-hmm. by living in my kingdom and let me be the king. And you're going to have to choose to walk with me. And, and again, think of it real simply. Yes, I'm going to deliver to you best and none better. I'm going to deliver mm-hmm. to you blessing for you to be blessed. And he said, in order for me to do that, I need you to be with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Absolutely, because I have the plan. I've got the power. I've got the uh, uh, the path that I'm going to deliver you on. It's unique to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're my workmanship. Walk in what I have planned for you. Um, and if you choose not to, because you're going your own way, and that's what that's what sin is itself. All right, I've chosen. I'm going to go do this because I think that's a better idea. Mm-hmm. And see, God says, uh, I'm not going to force you. Right. Um, if you choose that, you're walking into cursing, and it's not going to go well for you. Uh, and that's why you're experiencing difficulty uh, with his hope is, don't you want to try something different? You know, right. don't you want to come and be with me and walk with me? Because he says uh, what it means to, to choose life, he says, is to love me. Um, he, the word in there is obey, but the, the word is to hear and follow mm-hmm. and cling to me. Yeah. Uh, and cling to me, just basically stay with me. I'll instruct you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have a heart to follow. Uh, sometimes it'll be, it'll be uh, a little bit of a struggle. I'm not sure I can do that. I'm not sure I understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, and he says, yeah, I know. Um, Come and learn that. Let me walk you through mm-hmm. it so that you see what I see. And you'll say, okay, um, I will walk with you and do this thing that you've asked me to do, even though it doesn't make sense to me. I'll, g- I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Um, had a guy that um, had cancer, um, and he was looking for a solution uh, of, you know, what therapy should I go to, and is God going to heal me, and how is that going to work? And and he got promises, yes, I'm going to heal you, uh, walk with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, there were lots of alternatives to the therapy um, mm-hmm. and all kinds of them. Um, and so he did an investigation, uh, asked, seek, and knock, and he, he uh, found that five of them were uh, pretty well equally effective at resolving this cancer, particular cancer. Uh, interesting enough, it was that they all were going to heal you, but they had some uh, uh, what they call side effects, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, incomp- incontinence, you know, and uh, impotence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was concerned about that. He said, "Yeah, I, I, I really, yeah, I, yeah, I really <laughs> believe I'm going to get healed, but I'm worried about this. So which one? Which one? Which one?" Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was investigating that, and um, one of them. Uh, and this is as we've talked about, uh, God started to reveal things to him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, go down this path. Of all five, this is one I'm asking you to start spending time on. Now, it, mm-hmm. again, and I, I try to help people with this, don't assume just because he puts you on that path that that's the answer. It could, right. be, it could be that he's trying to get that off the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want you to deal with this so we get it off the table. So don't presume anything. Just, okay, I'm going to go down. Uh, and I'll just give you an example. He was in uh, the Midwest, and this one therapy was uh, one that was uh, uh, out of uh, California. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, you know, he's investigating it. Well, he's driving home from a trip, and a, a billboard on the freeway shows that place. Mm-hmm. Um, on a billboard, and and he was wondering, God, are you are you asking me to do this? Are you asking me to do this? 
there's a sign, you know, <laughs> literally a sign. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, all right, I'm going to pursue that further. So he is, and he's calling him uh, to try to get an appointment to come out and get everything uh, resolved. And uh, so he and I talk, and, and uh, uh, he says, I've been calling him now for about three weeks. They never call me back. Uh, mm -hmm. So... Um, <laughs> I guess it's not. I guess that's not it. And I, and you know, I said, Father, is is that is that what's happening? You know, and I'm praying. And he says, No, he's missing something. Okay. Uh, mm. So I ask him, um, and this is what God instructed me to ask him. I said, Is there something that you've been asked to do that you're not doing? Mm. And he said, <laughs> He said, uh, Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Um, he said, uh, God asked me to tell my company that I got cancer. Um, but mm -hmm. until I get everything figured out, I don't want to tell them because I got I to gotta work with them on, you know, my pay and how long it's going to take mm -hmm. and how long I'm going to be out. And financially, I got to make it all work. And, uh, and so I said, uh, oh, I don't think you're going to get your answer until you follow him. Mm. Even though, even though I understand it's a struggle, and it, and what you're saying makes logical sense, but that's not what God has said. Right. You've got to right. you've got to overcome that that logic, and say I'm willing to follow you because your answers are going to come from that. Mm -hmm. um, so I said, I th I believe that you're not going to get any further until you you're obedient. Mm -hmm. um, you did hear it but you're struggling with it, which I can appreciate completely. Right. Uh, right. So, uh, you know, why don't you go and spend time with God and work it through? Um, now, this, see, this is the essence of where it is. It's the heart. Mm -hmm. um, it's not about I'm perfect at this obedience stuff. It's I have a heart. He says, choose blessing and life by staying with mm -hmm. me. Let me work you through it so that you follow what I'm asking you to do because I know I know the best answer. Mm -hmm. So he did. And it took him it took him a week or so um of of yeah what I call the yeah buts and uh uh working through with God, but he finally mm -hmm. understood uh, and God kept reinforcing, I'm telling you, it's all gonna it's all gonna come clear to you and and be blessed if you do this. Right. So he calls me up and said, Okay, I'm I I've I've come to that conclusion. Uh, he's given me the power to faithfully follow what he just said. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to do it. Uh, and he said now, and, and he and I talked, he said, how much should I ask for when I tell him? Because mm -hmm. I got I to have time off. How much should I ask for? How much money should I ask for? How much, you know, what should I, what should I do? I said, why don't you go pray about it? And I'll pray about it. And then we'll come back and we'll know. Mm -hmm. So he prays about it. I come back. I said, well, what God say to you? He said, God told me to ask for nothing, uh, that they're going to tell me. Mm -hmm. I said, that's what I heard. Um, in other words, God's answer is going to come from them. Right. Let them respond. Just let them, whatever they give you is God's answer. Uh, do you trust it? Yep, I do. Okay, so <laughs> so this is really cool. So he, he goes, uh, all right, tomorrow I'm going to go. And he goes and talks to him and you know, I have this issue. I don't know how much time off I'm going to need, you know, but I got the problem and I got to, I got to, I'm going to have to, you know, not work for a while. And they said, oh my gosh, how awful is that? Um, uh, you know what? Uh, take the whole year, <laughs> take the whole year off with you and your wife. We'll pay you full salary. Mm -hmm. Um, and when you come back, we'll, we'll, we'll put you back in that same role. Um, uh, and you just go get healed. And take take a whole year off, even if it only takes you six months or six weeks or eight weeks to get healed. Just take the rest of the year off and and get your you know get things together. And so God blessed him. He would have he said I would have never asked never for that. Asked for that <laughs> I would have right? never asked for that. Uh, and they gave it to him. And then he said this. He said, "Guess what happened next?" What? Forty five minutes later, after he had that conversation. Oh, the, he gets the phone. The call phone call. The phone call from <laughs> California. Hey, come on out. Um, and I said, and then he, he, he uh, got it all set up, went out and investigated them, and then got confirmed. He and his wife got confirmed. Yep, that's the right place. And he got healed and didn't have the side effects. 
Uh, Do you remember the the time lapse between how about how long that process was between him having the conversation with you about um, it being you know that that he had called and hadn't gotten the return call and you ask him where the obedience was and then when he willingly stepped into that obedience yeah Do you remember what that time yeah lapse it was, was it was about uh, about a month. Okay. Um, so I wanted to highlight that because I think that's an important thing to pay attention to because the whole process that you just described here um, is somebody wrestling out. That's a live example of how we wrestle out the goodness of God. Right. Right. Because he had heard something and he's waiting to hear more instruction. But, you know, just like when I give, you know, when my kids were little, I would give them an instruction and say, hey, go clean your room. And then we're going out to ice cream. And they'd come downstairs all ready to go, let's go get ice cream. I'm like, that's great. But did you clean your room? No, not yet. Go up and clean your room. You know, and come back down. Did you clean your room yet? No, not yet. But can we just go get ice cream? I'm like, yeah, I've got this great ice cream for you. But you need to do this first. (laughs) So it's that same kind of concept. And we wrestle with God in the same way sometimes. And we want him to go ahead and give us the next thing because maybe we don't like the instruction we received. Yeah, yeah, and and usually, you know, and we don't fully understand the rest, the instruction we received. Right, and, and, so, and particularly particularly when ahead. it it doesn't follow, again, what I would consider to be logical is wouldn't it be better if I got all this resolved and then and then told him. Yeah. Um, and God said, "Well, I have a different way for that. I have a different answer, right. and that's a supernatural thing." Of my path is best and none better. And the neat thing, um, as he was struggling with this, uh, was there wasn't any hiding of it. Mm-hmm. It was completely authentic. Yep, I've gotten this instruction, and I'm really struggling. Right. I'm really struggling with it. Okay. Um, but God walked him through that. Yeah, and and you know, he and, walked him through that. And that's what discipling is all about: is that okay? I know something about that. Uh, God's answer is going to be beautiful, and He and I know that as you struggle, if you walk with Him, mm-hmm. He'll give you the power to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all you have to do. This is interesting. In that, even in that struggle, keep following mm-hmm. Him. Right. Keep walking with Him, um, and and He's not upset. Well, mm-hmm. hey, you didn't. You're not doing it as fast as I want you to. So that's it. You know, it's like I understand. Keep keep talking to me. Keep processing. We're dialoguing together. I'm abiding mm-hmm. with you. You're abiding with me. And now, he comes to the power to say, mm-hmm. I now believe that that is going to be so. It doesn't make sense, right? But I'm I'm willing to follow, and then uh, knowing that the outcome is, is going to be God's best. Right. Um, and he started to, now, by the way, having experienced it, he is, he is one that God's asking to bless others, help, yes. help others when they're struggling, mm-hmm. learn what that is. What does it mean to hear? Uh, and in this verse, by the way, um, he gives us a clue about following. Uh, in verse 17, he says, if you stop hearing my voice, it's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. You've chosen to walk away from me, and right. and you're not hearing my voice. That's why that's why I, I I keep saying to people who say to me, I'm having a dry spell. I'm not hearing God's voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know something about that. The problems you not got, because because right. God said I'm speaking to you all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And again, we have Jesus as the example where He said, I only did what the Father spoke. You know, he, there's nothing described where he said, yeah, I had a couple of weeks where God, the Father never would talk to me. Mm-hmm. No, uh, not so. The problem is me, not God. And he says, when you, hear, when you stop hearing my voice, you've just walked away from the kingdom. You've walked mm-hmm. away from me. And the remedy is you got to come back and start hearing me again. And so like in this example that we're talking about with this, with this uh, gentleman, he heard God's voice the whole time. It was really cool mm-hmm. um, because he didn't walk away. He struggled, right? But he didn't walk away, and so he's hearing he's hearing yeah. God's voice the whole time. Which God says, "Well, that that's an indicator mm-hmm. that you're with me, and let that be your one of your indicators. Are you hearing my voice? Mm-hmm. You're with me." 
Don't worry about the struggle. Don't worry about that it's a, a not doesn't make sense to you. I'll get you there. Mm-hmm. Keep listening. Keep processing. What are you saying? What am I saying? Uh, and it's such a beautiful uh, little uh, by the way uh, mm-hmm. is that if you don't hear me, it's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. And the heart issue is I've decided I'm not going to follow you anymore. I'm going to go do my own thing. He said, if I was you, I'd come right. back. <laughs> And sometimes that's deliberately choosing, I'm going to go do my own thing. And sometimes it's by neglect. Yeah, neglect. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and I think, you know, we, we see that often. I I can't tell you the number of people, and I'm sure you've seen it too, that I'm talking them through some of what's going on. And they're simply too busy right now to go ask God about that. They're too busy <laughs> to spend time in his word um, because there's so much going on. And when there's more time, then I can do that. Yeah. yeah and, um, and so g- getting them to shift and recognize you, you know, you do have to be intentional and in spending the time with God. And, yeah. And when you, know, you, as you say that, you see, it's, it's funny because uh, I'm, too, I'm too busy. I'm too busy to spend time with God. Who can resolve my issues? I mean, it's like right. uh, I'm, I, I'm too busy resolving my own issues I, to I, ask I, him to I, resolve my issues. I think I think you ought to rethink that. You know, um, yeah. Uh, I, and this that's is what, a common. Th- it is. Oh yeah, I it, hear is. It, it is. All the time. Uh, and God saying, "Well, if I was you, <laughs> I would choose me. Um, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna give you this beautiful life. Uh, you let me do it. You know. So as we we end our time today, we'll pick this up again tomorrow. Um, is uh, it's about you know God uh, having you become a faithful priest mm-hmm. to carry out what's on His heart, learning what's on His heart, and then it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and see, it's not about are you perfectly obedient. It's no, just walk with God and and work even through the struggle because right. I'm I'm willing to let you show me and give me the power to be obedient. So make it clear. What, mm-hmm. what is your assignment? What's your, what's your uh, instruction? And then when I struggle with that, give me the power to follow it. And mm-hmm. all I got to do is stay with him. You know, so it's a beautiful thing. Right. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll pick it up again tomorrow. And again, if you have questions, you know, um, I've got it on the screen. At questions at afjministry.com or on the comments section. And uh, Kathy, we have uh, uh, our guest uh, tomorrow. So that'll be a fun thing to uh, experience. Oh, and- excellent. Uh, and then uh, Friday will be uh, end times Friday, so we uh, we're heading toward the got a great the week ahead end of, end of the week, <laughs> and uh, we're going to have a great time. All right. Well, if you found today encouraging and inspirational, be sure to be a friend and tell a friend. Um, Rich, thanks for sharing that story. I know hearing personal stories of people we know and even ourselves walking through these things makes such a difference to people, just putting God on a pedestal with what he does. Yeah, it's beautiful. So um, be sure to share that with others, and we look forward to having you join us again tomorrow. Yep, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.